the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome into the Bruce Woolley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. I'm Jack Windsor, editor in chief of the Ohio Press Network, and I'm filling in today for Bruce. Happy Cyber Monday. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I sure hope so. Uh, Based on initial reports, consumer spending was not as strong as anticipated on Black Friday. Is that Bidenomics? Kicking in? I don't know. But expectations are that people will spend $12 billion. That's billion with a B today online. Is that you? I know we've done a lot of shopping online and will likely do even more and catch some deals today. Maybe you have uh, a little secret spot you'd like to go and shop. I mean, Amazon is probably an easy pick, right? Amazon's a good place to go, I'm sure. All the major stores have online supplies where you can uh, pluck some deals for Christmas. But uh, give us a call, 844-TALK-989. That's 844-825-5989 if you want to talk about Christmas shopping. What's on your list this year? Let me know. Uh, Lots to cover today. First, today is the final day of a four-day ceasefire, or I guess they're calling it a truce, uh, deal between Israel and Hamas terrorists. Now, in the deal, 13 people were uh, released by terrorists Friday, uh, 13 Saturday, and another 17 yesterday. Of course, the story that made headlines is about Abigail Eden. That is the four-year-old American dual citizen abducted by Hamas on October 7th marking the first successful release of an American hostage since the start of a truce between Israel and Hamas. Now, Eden is one of 17 hostages released Sunday. I, according to my understanding of the story, I believe she has a sibling, but both parents were killed in the terrorist, gruesome terrorist attacks on October, October 7th. So she has been released to the care of her aunt. Dr. Glenn Dewar will join us tomorrow at the top of the show. He's chair of the history and government department and professor of international studies at Cedarville University. And Dewar will talk about the release of prisoners, what it signals, what we may expect there in the days ahead. He's also going to talk with us about Javier Malay, the president-elect in Argentina, and what that means. That made headlines late in the week. Well, it appears the citizens there in Argentina had enough of the global Marxist agenda that saw inflation skyrocket 
It drove inflation over 100%. Now, is this a lesson learned that Americans should heed? You know, when you listen to opponents of Malay and the people trying to explain his victory, it's like turning on CNN and MSNBC or what some affectionately call MSDNC, Democratic National Committee or Convention. Uh, The people in America that have long been swallowing the blue progressive poison pill is what I love to call it. So I can't wait to hear from Dr. Dewar on what are we what are we seeing around the world? What does President elect Malay's victory mean for us here in America as we go into uh, we're almost into high gear Thanksgiving Christmas is around the corner and then of course New Year's Day and then it's it's right into the primary election season baby and uh, are there Lessons learned that are going to drive voters to the polls here in Ohio and around the country. Hey, did you watch Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? We didn't because we heard early some of the things that would be included. What we didn't hear, though, was about one of the disruptions that allegedly occurred between these pro-Palestinian activists. Did you see that? They poured fake blood on each other and acted as if the Hamas terrorists are the humanitarians and the Israelis are the bad guys. Now, I think it's appropriate to remind you again that the same actors involved in the BLM charade in 2020 are cross-pollinated by and with the anti-Israel activists. Same group of people. And they both tout the fake narrative of oppression BLM, it's that blacks are oppressed and what I'll call the PLM or the anti-Israel pro-Palestinian group, they say that the Palestinians are oppressed and thus their radical action is necessary. And, you know, I highlighted a couple weeks back, uh, 15 times more arrests in the summer of love, 2020, Uh, 30 times more Um, I believe, police injuries and 1,200 times more expensive was the destruction than the January 6th event, which, by the way, those tapes were released last week, 40,000 hours. I'm sure a lot of people are still going over them. Uh, I think that's going to turn out to be a something that looks like a guided tour through the Capitol. Of course, the mainstream press won't tell you that. They're only going to find the bits and pieces that affirm their narrative. Um, But let's stay focused on this uh, pro-Palestinian group. And the same folks who funded the BLM movement are the actors who pour billions of dollars into what group? Arabella advisors, the BLM activists, the anti-Israel activists, the people who fund them pour their money into Arabella Advisors. We're going to talk about them in the days ahead. Uh, Why? Because they're the premier network of dark money that funded Joe Biden's 2020 campaign. So is it any surprise that we're seeing an uptick in activism as we get closer to the 2024 U.S. presidential election? Uh, They're the same group that sought to keep Supreme Court Justice 
Brett Kavanaugh off the high court. And I would even suggest they were probably behind the false and nefarious claims from women that tried to paint him like a serial rapist. Uh, disgusting group of people they are. So we're going to shed light on their dark money group. And and by the way, most recently, those folks, they funded issue one in Ohio. These are the, these are the people, these are the funders of the radical abortion amendment aimed at allowing abortion up to birth and minors to abort and gender transition without parental involvement. Now we tried to tell you that, but Stephanie stock will be here at 1135 today to talk about how issue one was absolutely about trans activism. Now, Stephanie is president of Ohio advocates for medical freedom. And we'll ask her, why are you concerned with this issue? But it is an issue and it's a developing issue. So we're going to talk about it. Uh, The Macy's parade also highlighted the trans movement, a non-binary trans extravaganza, which is why we didn't watch it. We didn't see it though. But did you, uh, speaking of trans activism, Ohio's state Senate will consider House Bill 68 this week. Now, that bill might sound familiar. If you remember back to the summer, that bill was smooshed together. Uh, two important pieces of legislation. The SAFE Act that outlaws puberty blockers, hormones, and gender reassignment surgeries for minors – was uh, combined with Save Women's Sports Act. Now, that bill protects female high school and college athletes from being required to compete against or share locker rooms with biological male athletes. Now, one of the arguments made by supporters of biological males competing against biological females is that males pretending to be females, they're not, they're not a threat to women's sports. That's a red herring. Now, the old saying goes, a person with an experience is never at the mercy of a person with a theory. And Riley Gaines has a direct experience with how a biological male violated her rights and accomplishments during the 2022 NCAA Swimming Championships. Riley will be with us tomorrow during the first three segments to tell her story and update us on what she's doing to fight for girls and women who are being stripped of their protections that were previously afforded under Title IX, but of course perverted under the global Marxists who control the crooked Biden administration. So set an alarm for tomorrow and listen to my interview with Riley Gaines. Now, another big story over the weekend involved Ohio Senator J.D. Vance. Uh, That story is the feature right now on the Ohio Press Network website at theohiopressnetwork.com. J.D. Vance wants investigation after DEI company founder Penn's decentering whiteness article. We're going to talk about uh, Senator Vance's call for an investigation up next on The Bruce Woolley Show. Welcome back in. Jack Windsor, editor-in-chief of the Ohio Press Network, filling in for Bruce Hooley on The Bruce Hooley Show, 98.9 FM, The Answer. I should have warned you at the top of the show, and I didn't, so shame on me. Uh, I'm battling a a voice issue today, and before you ask, no, it didn't have anything to do with the 
uh, rivalry over the weekend, the game, I actually started having a little bit of a throat issue on Friday. So I apologize if I'm a bit raspy, but we're going to plug through it here today. Uh, first, I want to say thank you to the Freedom Foundation, by the way. They support the Ohio Press Network, and if you're not familiar with their work, they help free government employees from union bondage. That's important for a couple of reasons. One, unions don't often tell their employees that they're able to opt out. If you want a government job, you don't have to join a union to get it. And if you have a government job, you don't have to join the union to keep it. And if you're not in the union, you don't have to pay union dues. The Supreme Court said that in the Janus v. AFSCME case five years ago. And so optouttoday.com was created by the Freedom Foundation so that folks can simply and seamlessly go to that site and opt out and save on average $1,100 per year given Bidenomics. That's real money. But the other important issue is that those dollars don't go to union bosses because union bosses are monolithic in their support of political activism. They are pro-Marxists. They are people who are pushing trans activism and anything but academic achievement in our schools through teacher unions. So go to optouttoday.com. That's optouttoday.com. And thank you to the Freedom Foundation for your support of the Ohio Press Network. The state of Ohio's consultant for diversity, equity, and inclusion is facing a state investigation after publishing a Forbes column on, quote, decentering whiteness. Think about that. Um, Ohio Republican Senator J.D. Vance announced he would pursue an investigation into BWG Business Solutions, which was founded and headed by Janice Gassim Asare, who wrote the Forbes article. Vance called the article racist, gross, and said Forbes should be ashamed for publishing it. And he wasn't the only one to raise objections over the article. Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy, the native Ohioan, uh, posted the article on X, formerly known as Twitter, and said, there's no reverse racism. It's just pure racism. And by the way, that's where I stand on the topic. There's no reverse racism. It's just racism. And it's all gross. It's all disgusting. In the article, Asari argues that white centering is a system that prioritizes white dominant culture to the detriment of non-white groups and culture. She wrote that because white centering is often left unexamined and unchecked, equity and justice have continued to evade organizations. She then advocates for education, objectivity, and accountability to counter the problem. Asari told Fox News that Vance didn't understand what decentering whiteness actually means. Because, you know, he's white and he's a Republican. Uh, she said it refers to a system of whiteness and not one white person or white people. No, individuals, you don't matter. We're talking about you collectively. We're stereotyping. We're painting with a broad brush. Um, more on that. Uh, we, we may get Senator Vance or even Vivek on later this week working on those uh, visits right now. And I'll keep you updated. Speaking of a state investigation, let's talk about what the coach at Ohio State, and the coach of the Cleveland Browns did over the weekend. I want to investigate what went on there. Okay, tongue-in-cheek. I asked the question on Twitter, who was worse 
coaching the big game this weekend. Right now, it's neck and neck, about six hours left. I'm sorry, eight hours left to vote. So uh, at Jack Windsor on Twitter is where you can find me and follow me and weigh in. Right now, Ryan Day leads 51 to 4, about the only time he's led in the past seven days. Uh, 51.4% over Kevin Stefanski, coach of the Cleveland Browns, 48.6. Now, I want to bring in the guy that chews the fat on football with me, uh, Jeff. He's on the other side of the glass. He produces the show, keeps me on time and online. Man, oh, man, Shevitz. Uh, first of all, you want to answer that question? Uh, who was worse coaching a big game this weekend in your mind? Well, I, uh, <laughs> if I had to, to pick one, I'd say it was uh, probably Stefanski. Just with coming out against that team, against that bad run defense and throwing the ball nine out of ten times to start the game, that, uh, it's a little, a little head-scratcher. He threw, yeah, he, he threw nine out of ten times, and you know, I was just watching passively. I wasn't keeping track necessarily, but it appeared to me that uh, he was also doing it on first down and, and then putting his quarterback and his offense in a position where they had third and long, which gave that Denver defense a chance to tee off, which they ultimately did on the rookie quarterback that they sidelined. And uh, it sounds like he was being examined uh, for concussion protocol and did indeed uh, suffer a concussion. What do you, I mean, you said it about twice a year. We see this from Stefanski, don't we? Yeah. It just seems like, you know, a, a couple games every year, you know, the, with the last few games, the game plan was pretty good. Keep it simple, run the ball, short throws, keep the, keep the young quarterback out of harm's way. This was the exact opposite. Just throw, 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 throw against a defense that hasn't been good against the run in a tough environment to play, and we've seen it before. We saw it uh, against the Jets a few years ago when the whole we were down five receivers to COVID, and we came out and just did nothing but throw the ball in the first half. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how you go from the last couple of weeks to what we saw uh, yesterday. At one point, I think he tried to double, maybe triple reverse with backups in a key situation, and I'm going. What are you – what are you doing? But, okay, so the silver lining, there was a fourth and two at a critical moment, and he went for it and got it. And I remember going, man, wouldn't that have been nice for Coach Ryan Day to be aggressive? That's my beef with Day, Jeff, is that at a time in during a game in which Michigan players, all they have in front of them is that day in that game, it appeared to me that Ryan Day was coaching not to lose instead of coaching to win. How did you see it? Yeah, I mean, it's that's kind of been his M.O. They start slow, first halves. They never really, you know, come out hot, come out fast in the first half, and that's, you know, that's what it was. They were going to settle for that field goal at the end of the half, go in and make some adjustments, which is fine, but against the good teams, you know, it's it's tough to come from behind, and that's what we saw. It was indeed tough. So I'm, I'm, I'm ordering an investigation. <laughs> Who, who was worse coaching the big game this weekend? Call me if you want to weigh in. 844-TALK-989. Stephanie Stock next on The Bruce Woolley Show. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.